You are listening to the Downtown Larned Podcast, the podcast where we aim to cultivate vision for the future of downtown Larned. We are so grateful to have you join us this week. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Larned Downtown Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jared Smith, joined here with the one and only Landon Irway. We have a special guest for you, just like we do every week, Megan Barfield, the Great Bend Chamber President and CEO. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Hi, guys. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, absolutely. We, you uh, received good word from Alex, our chamber president. So <laughs> I uh, love me some Alex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we're we're super excited to have you here. Um, Megan is originally so Megan. We were just talking about this. Yep. Barfield from Garfield. Barfield from Garfield, folks. That's that's uh-huh. that's mm-hmm. one and only. That so great? Yeah. Um, yes. So we. You're you're currently now in Great Bend, but yes. from Pawnee County, Larned High yeah. School graduate. So born and raised, graduated 1999. So started out in grade school in Garfield, Garfield Cardinals. Okay, and then came we came over here for middle school and high school. Awesome. Well, talk about a unique perspective. So far, we've had people from from the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. We haven't had somebody from the inside then step out then looking in so (laughs) yeah i moved to the big city yeah that's right yeah (laughs) yeah well megan tell us a little bit about yourself so yeah um as you guys pointed out i'm born and raised from pawnee county so a lot of my heart is here you know a lot of fond memories growing up here um my maiden name is hickman and so my parents and grandparents we all lived in garfield and Um, Right after high school, I was young and in love, and my husband and I, we got married. I graduated in May, and we got married in July. Wow. I know. I know. (laughs) And so we, this last summer, it was 23 years. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Pure wedded bliss, you guys. Pure wedded (laughs) bliss. Not a dry eye in the room, but um, no, it's, it's been good, and so we've pretty much been in Barton County ever since, um, well, that's after we got married. We, yeah, we were living in Great Bend and except for a stint where my husband decided to be a rancher and we lived up in Wilson Lake, like north of the dam, there was a little stint there. With the exception of that, we've been in Barton County and that's where we've raised our family ever since. So your, your husband's from Larned as well? Um, he is from Roselle Burdett, so still Pawnee County. So yeah, we're both from the area and um, no plans to really go anywhere. My yeah. parents did eventually did move to Great Bend because that's where all the grandkids were. And now that I'm, we've got two kids, um, Dalton and Cadence. Dalton is 20 and he's living in Manhattan. And Cadence, my daughter, is 18. And she has been going out to Barton Community College and just announced and threw us for a loop that she, after Thanksgiving, is moving to Virginia to be an au pair, which is nanny, um, for a family in, yeah, Bassett, Virginia. So that is quite the loop. I, there was, yeah. there's, there's, I mentioned a dry eye earlier that I've been crying a lot. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a new phase. Yeah. Well, Megan, we're so excited that you're joining us yeah. here and we're going to jump right into one of, uh, our, my favorite segments, brick basics, all about your downtown. Tell us a little bit about downtown great Bend. So great Bend, honestly, in the last um, 18 months, I would say has really just, it's like we hit 
the fast forward button. You know, we hit the play button and then zoomed forward. And there has been a lot of transformation and a lot of energy um, around just some revitalization, getting projects off the ground. Um, and some of that um, can be attributed to different um, leaders coming into play. You know, you get new faces, whether it's with county or city government, and then new ideas come to the table. And then our organizations are with between the Chamber of Commerce, Great Bend Economic Development, and then our tourism division, the Convention and Visitors Bureau, all three of us working together in alignment for just the good of Great Bend and the surrounding area, honestly. And then our county and city are also working really well together. And I, you know, that doesn't always happen in a lot of communities. We, in fact, um, the three of us, so my counterparts with economic development and CVB, we were invited to speak at a conference earlier this year for the Kansas Samplers Foundation at the, it was the We Can conference because they were like, we've heard the great bend, like you guys are getting along, you're not competing with each other, you know, and, um, and that, I, I mean, I really think that once people, once those in leadership roles started working together and got out of each other's, got out of our own way, you know, and just started saying yes to some things and, and removing barriers because there's going to be barriers no matter what, you know, but instead of saying, well, I guess we can't do it. Well, okay. How, what could we do though, you know, in, yeah. in place of it? So some of those things like um, we, we now have a brewery downtown and that has been a lot of people in rural Kansas like beer. It's just, it's just <laughs> true. Okay. Um, but the, the, the fellas that um, opened it, they're young entrepreneurs. They're both family guys and they wanted a place where they could keep brewing their beer. It's a craft to them. And I mean, it's a science and it's, it's really awesome, but they wanted it. They wanted to do it in a environment that created community and that was family friendly. And it really has been. It's been popular, you know, uh, for venues, for groups to meet. You can bring your own food in there. They don't have a kitchen. They either have food trucks that come or you can order Gambino's next door and have it delivered. Or you can, or there's a group um, that come, they're probably in their 60s and they've used to be on a rec baseball team. They're like one of the longest, like, still going rec baseball teams and they meet every week and they bring in their own goodies and stuff, you know, so it's, wow. it's just, but then you'll see a family there with their kids too. So it's just very family friendly. So I bet, I bet Gambino's enjoys having the brewery do. right next to <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of, I mean, you've got to have something to eat to soak up sure. yeah. the beer. <laughs> you know? Megan, I, I like what you said there of just the County and the city working together. Yeah. And I, myself being, uh, never been in one of those positions, I probably don't fully understand the magnitude of that statement. Mm -hmm. What's something you could say to our listeners that are currently in a position, um, whether in Pawnee County or another county listening, sure. what's some, is there one thing or a couple ideas that helped that? Unification. Yes. That you yeah. know. Um, it took a, in, in our case, it was a couple people just saying, realizing again, they were new, kind of new faces to um, the commission and city. And they realized that why aren't we working together? You've got, they have their agenda. We have our agenda. We each have funding for different things, you know? And so it took a couple people saying, 
we should be working together to create some synergy and opportunities. And so I guess I would say to other people is if you're not sitting in one of those positions, find that person, you know, kind of find that person who sees the opportunity in things and works well with others because you need that, you need a team player and encourage them to start conversations. And, and, and this, and it doesn't have to be anything formal. It's, you know, I, I believe, I mean, at least one, at one point, our city administrator and our county administrator were meeting once a week for lunch, you know, so at least they were keeping in the loop. Um, and then our commissioners and city, I want to say once a quarter, they kind of have a joint session together, you know, but it's, it's just kind of getting out of our own way in the silos, yeah. you know, the, I mean, the silos well, just I, kill us. I think that, uh, well, first of all, in, in Pawnee County, that's, that's one thing that I'm really excited about is, is we, we are in that process too of, of, um, just, just new energy and yeah. right. Um, mm-hmm. new energy and, and hope. Um, and I, like, like Jared said, I'm not necessarily in the realm of, of politics or uh, city yeah. or, or county, but, um, I, I do see, uh, the results of, of those, those two organizations working together. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, so that was on my heart, just joining the economic development board. Um, and we, I mean, we're, we're always talking, always coming up with new ideas, yeah. but so are all these other organizations. Right. And really, I think we're all working towards the same thing individually, uh, yes. right? Yeah. Yep. So, uh, I like how you guys, um, realize that, oh, we, we all have pretty, pretty darn similar goals, maybe uh-huh. a little bit different, but, mm-hmm. um, how can we link arms yep. and get more accomplished, um, just, just with the, with the same yeah. intention. And it's in not, mind. it's not competing against each other. It's yeah. leveraging our own resources and skill sets because, um, look, it could have been to, to get real, with the down and dirty when the great Bend chamber of commerce and economic development separated, that could have gotten really ugly and it did for a hot second. But then the new president they brought in for economic development um, and myself, we just decided early on. And I think this is something with new faces and um, the next generations coming up into play is we don't care what happened 20 years ago. We don't care that so-and-so stepped on so-and-so's toes. That is baggage that doesn't belong to us. I don't want it. You and I are here. How can we work together? And you know what? You guys have access to the Department of Commerce and their incentives, but I have access, direct access to the business community. So let's leverage those resources. Right. And we're going to get so much more done because yeah. I know that I can call Sarah or Christina if I need a contact whatever, and they can do vice versa. Or if they've got something they need to get out to the business community, I can shoot that out to 1,200 people in five minutes. Well, you've mentioned a little bit about the renovations taking place in downtown Great Bend. Any others that come to mind? And how are some of the conditions of your your downtown building? So something that that came out of, again, with like new leadership, um, last year, Barton County Commissioners set aside, again, I promote and push and like cheerlead, so I don't have the exact number, but I feel like it was somewhere around $300,000 where businesses in the downtown corridor could apply for a facade grant and, and fix up those exteriors because we know that downtowns in rural America are the heart of the community. 
And yes, we can be doing a lot of things on our entrances because those are also important. But once we have effectively drawn people into our downtown, what's going to keep them there? And one of those is just a we want this generation, the next generation, I'm putting myself into it for sure. But we want the charm, the experience, and we want to feel like we're just in this like beautiful, small, quaint hometown, you know. And so the facades are a huge piece of that. And a lot of the buildings um, had you know, the bricks and stuff were crumbling and stuff. So now businesses can, you know, they're getting reinforcement to secure that infrastructure, um, new windows, new glass. And, but then they're also getting um, some of them new paint, new signage, um, awnings, you know, that have been torn down over the years or not touched or whatever. And those, I, I want to say that they approved somewhere between 10 and 15 with this first round and because of supply chain issues and all of those disruptions um they're still people are still working on it you know um but you'll start to see that you know when you drive downtown you'll see you know updated facades and so that's really cool so has it has it been kind of a snowball effect of of yeah. your your neighbor does something and then next mm -hmm. thing you know it kind of turns into the next building down or right. or has it been more individualized um I would say a snowball effect because it's just like, you know, what little thing can we do? But also the snowball effect has been within the organizations because it's like, oh, that's okay. That's cool. That's a really great idea. How can we do something to improve this area? You know, so there's been work done with, um, a, we, there was a mural painted along the alley that, um, runs up against into our where we do our fr final Fridays on Forest. So that is now a consumption district. Um, have we even talked about final Fridays on Forest? We have Because that really is, that's a, been a huge part of that, getting people downtown and creating community. But murals, all of that, again, with that snowball, because those are different organizations that are jumping on like, okay, how can what can we do to contribute to the downtown? Yeah, there's been there's been quite a few murals just popping yeah. up. You just drive around Great Bend, uh -huh. going to the movies. Uh, I'm talking like I'm from Larned, you know, right. going going over to the movies or <laughs> Browns or something. And, right. Um, yeah, there's there's murals left and right. Uh -huh. So that you're saying that a lot of those have been organizations backing backing each of those. Yep. Is that so the main one is the Barton Arts Movement um, or BAM is what we're calling them, and it was just a group that started getting together organically and saying, Hey, we want to bring some murals to our community. What does that look like? And so then it's, they brought everyone together who was even remotely interested. And then what I thought was really smart is as things started rolling, we all got to decide, okay, what level of involvement Landon, do you want to have in this? Do you want to be boots on the ground and asking for the funding? Do you want to be a volunteer coordinator? Because we're going to need volunteers and to someone to coordinate these meetings, and we're going to need volunteers to show up to prep work sites. Um, or do you just want to be a cheerleader and promote everything that we have? And so I thought that was smart because mm. a lot of times people feel if they're if they're afraid that they're going to be overcommitted, then they won't do anything at all. So right. they, I thought that was, that was something to me that was really smart is we're going to use you in whatever capacity you're able to give. But that group, yeah, then they started, there's a, we've got a Facebook group um, that I'm a part of. Um, 
where people can share mural ideas or if they there's an artist, you know, and so then they start working, they work with the Community Foundation for funding. So that's, again, you start bringing in other organizations who have the skill sets and you're leveraging those skill sets. So yeah, there's been some super cool ones pop up and each of those big ones, there's a drag strip one, SRCA one that pays homage to the um, first nationals for the NHRA that took place at the SRCA drag, drag strip in 55 um, off of Maine there. But now there's plans in the work for because there's like a big empty kind of roughed up cement parking lot right there. It's privately owned, but the owner wants to make that available to the community. And so they're going to fix up concrete and make it this cool like gathering place. Cool. So I feel like that that, yeah, it's just that snowball effect with all of those organizations contributing. Cool. Oh, that's really good. Let's jump into Broadway Vitals, all about downtown, downtown Lauren. And we're okay. here with uh, Megan. Thank you so much again for joining us. You're the chamber CEO and director yes. there uh-huh. in Great Bend. But right. you, as we've learned in this podcast, you grew up in Garfield, went yeah. to high school here, graduated. Mm-hmm. So you, as Landon mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, you have an inside outsider's look in. Right. <laughs> and so as we dive into the downtown Larned, from the outside view, what does our downtown already have going for it and, and what's valued? So I have to admit, I took a I took a drive because since family has moved over the years, and where my ventures take me, I haven't, I hadn't driven downtown Larned in a long time. So I was curious myself, like what stores are still downtown, you know? And it's cool because one of the things that jumped out at me is how many longstanding businesses there are still, you know, yes, there's some missing, right? Like I, I remember going to Alco all the time and now it's some J and JNS, but yes, that. And, uh, but like, um, doers, you know, I don't, does anyone still call it doers or is that just, okay. So, you know, doers, um, state farm, like oh, yeah. hello, third yeah. generation, I think I, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, the furniture store, even though it's now my favorite furnishings, that's, that was tablers forever. So the fact that that, that corner is still like there and vibrant and mm. amazing as ever. Um, and then I will say this is, this is something that brings or brought people. I, I think it's still bringing, I think you still do these downtown um, that I just probably remember the most as a kid. Um, two things are the downtown parades that are done um, specifically veterans day. I don't know why that was one that I just remember so much. It's probably cause I was in band and I remember marching in them, but I also was shocked <laughs> when I moved to great Bend that, Great Bend didn't shut down like Larned does for Veterans Day. Like I yeah. thought everybody shut down for, but I did like, you know, I didn't know any different. I'm like, we have parades. Nobody's open. Like you go to the Turkey shoot, you, there's, you know, you go to the cemeteries and in Great Bend, it's except for the banks, it's business as usual. And I yeah. was like, what, what do you mean we're not off today? Like I've got a Turkey shoot and a parade to go to. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I was devastated, just yeah. Yeah. shocked, you know? So I think that that is, just super cool. And again, that brings that downtown, yeah. small town feel to it. Yeah. So Megan, that's, that is something that I have mentioned with, with Jetmore. And that was our first, uh, with, with our first outside view of, it's uh-huh. always curious being from Larnet. I don't know really what draws people to Larnet because yeah. I'm in it. So what would be a reason why a person from Great Bend having 
everything that they would need to right. live. Right. Um, what would what would bring them to Larned? Would it be kind of just the experience? Is that basically what so it would be? I would say just from even things that I've heard over the years, and I'm talking very recently too, um, is the Santa Fe Trail, Fort Larned. I mean, I've got friends um, it, on any given weekend. I'll see friends on you know, Snapchat or Facebook who have brought their families out and they're out at Fort Larned or whatever. But then I also have heard from a lot of people that come over here just to go sh- shop at um, the furniture, my favorite furnishings. Yeah. So that, those are the top three things that right. I think. Um, and then I think what downtowns, what whatever that is that's bringing people to your downtown, you know, recognize you know, if, if, it, if it is the furniture store, great. But now how are we going to capitalize that and keep them in our downtown? Exactly. Yeah. So that is, that brings up a new thought for me. Um, The fact that we, Larned really does a great job at being the bigger town. So, um, you know, anybody who is, who is west of us, I would I would feel pretty confident saying that they're going to stop at Larned before they make the trip to Great Bend. Right. So we catch a we catch a lot of that. Um, so Larned is is great for that. I would say that we aren't nearly as good or we aren't nearly as leveraged in the experience from from bigger towns to to Larned. Right. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I think some of that is natural, and we're never going to change. And so I'm a big proponent of. Let's recognize the things that we can't control, you know, because in Great Bend, people leave Great Bend and they're going to Salina. In Salina, people leave Salina and they're going to Manhattan or Kansas City. In Kansas mm-hmm. City, they're leaving. And you know what I mean? Like they're, right. you're always going to somewhere else. But Until you reach the coast. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but where I have seen small towns start, uh, I've noticed this with Ellenwood. You know, Ellenwood's in Barton County and there is... Um, a candle making store over there, Kansas earth and sky, and they're carried in gift shops across the country really. And they started doing these different Saturdays where you can go over there and pour your own candles. And again, people are going and getting on the, on the weekends looking for an experience. Yeah. So if people are coming this way to look at a, a couch, yeah, right. yeah, then let's, I think it's important for businesses to be a part of that and say, thank you for coming in while you're here. You should catch some lunch down at wherever, grab a coffee or, Oh, and today down at doers there, whatever it is, you know, or there's a couple boutiques that are, I know I see them a lot on social media. Um, Every, every business that we have um, interviewed so far that has had competition mm -hmm. has mentioned the fact that they were nervous about competition coming in originally, but then every single one of them says, we've actually increased our business because of the competition. And that's strictly because of the conversation that we're having now. It's if I'm, if I'm living in great bend, I've got everything I need. Um, what, why am I going to go over to learn it? It's going to be for an experience. So when my wife and I lived in Hayes, Hayes has everything that we need. Um, but Ellis sounds like a neat little, little town. Let's go check it out. So, we we have that ability probably probably a lot better than a lot of other small towns in the Santa Fe Trail Center in Fort Larned in uh, the great businesses that we have as a whole. Right. Um, but I, I do think that there's room for improvement to come together, like we mentioned earlier, yeah. and create that experience of 
a, a Saturday, Saturday morning, and, Saturday afternoon. Right. Right. And, and generate some ideas together, you know, just get invite, you know, the retailers for a coffee one morning and we're going to just generate some pie in the sky ideas. I think that's another thing that we've done here lately is, I mean, the most off the wall ideas, they might sound crazy in the beginning, but what would it look like to turn downtown into a consumption district once yeah. a month? <gasps> what? Yeah. You know what? People just walking <laughs> and drink, you know, I mean, it's going to cause some controversy among some people and some people are, some businesses aren't going to like it depending on what the idea is. You know, right. we had a business that was afraid that if we had this consumption district for three hours a month, you know, that people would be drunk and peeing on their doors. <laughs> Surprise. Nobody yeah. has done that, you right. know? So yeah. I think it's, you're going to run into those, to those barriers. They're barriers. Okay. How do we, you can move a barrier, you know? Yeah. yeah that's um, a good point. Yeah. So yeah, I think capitalizing on that small town feel and generating some ideas and then helping. And I think as a chamber, what we can do and Alex, I know does a great job, but is helping the businesses help themselves. So in the way of, um, I went to Lindsberg here, it's been a couple months ago. They did an excellent job. I mean, I took pictures to bring back to Great Bend. They did an excellent job. And when you went into their, um, this little shop that they had, they had a cool chalkboard over the register that's mentioned that their top three places for lunch. And then while you're here, go check out the store next door. Don't forget a coffee. You know, I mean, it was, wow it's that cross promotion and it was perfect. I mean, and then there was another business that said, Oh, have you been across the street? They have the best croissants or whatever. And I'm like, Nope, definitely going there. We yeah. were on our way to Salina. We stopped for coffee and we were in there in town for an hour and a half on their main street. Wow. Yeah. In so, Lindsburg that you just kind of know that about Lindsburg, you know, they do a, yeah. a general good, a good job in their advertising. Cause that, when I think of Lindsburg, I think of a cool little small town and I've never been. <laughs> I, so. like I said, we, my sister and I like to seek out little coffee shops. Yeah. That's the only reason we were stopping. Cause we had stuff to do in Salina, the big town, you know, right? No, we dropped so much money there in downtown Lindsburg. <laughs> like, it was ridiculous. That's awesome. Yeah. So, cool. Very cool. What's uh, Megan, what's one of your favorite parts about Arna's downtown? I, so I was thinking about this too. And I think it's, it's the state theater. Don't yeah. ever let that thing go because nothing says small town, like charming, um, small town vibe than that marquee when it's all lit up. Yeah. I mean, we have the crush theater in great Bend too. And it's just, I don't know that you just get this, like, you feel like you're a kid again, almost. And it mm -hmm. kind of takes you back in time a little bit. Um, but it is bringing entertainment um, it's bringing value to the downtown. It's bringing people downtown. Yeah. Um, and I remember as a kid, they also, I mean, other than movies, going there for some different, like it was a gathering place for certain events. I don't know if it's still utilized that way. Um, I believe it is. Yeah. Uh, I think private, private events. Okay. But. Well, I feel like we played, I remember setting up as our band and playing I don't remember if it was Christmas or what. They still yeah. do a Christmas event event there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and to go back to the original point of the well, it, admiring the state theater, you're yeah. you're correct. Of that marquee lit up, 
uh, th- it's pretty special, really. Yeah. And I'm and I'm very blessed and thankful to be right next right to next the, door. Yeah, I know. right next to. And I didn't the realize theater. that too because that was the first thing I thought of is, and maybe that's just personal because you know someone else might say it's the coffee shop across the right. street or the the flags or whatever yeah. you know. But for me, it's just you know that you're in. A historic area, you yeah. know, because some places they take them down and it's gone, and yeah. then it's the fancy theater. And- if if you guys ever want to listen to a movie for free, <laughs> you can you can spend your Saturday nights in State Farm, uh, and oh. and I'm just I'm just working away it in there. Has to be the worst. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like hearing movie. yeah you hear bombs going happened? off. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. So I was yeah. I was freaked out there for a little bit yeah. until I realized it was a movie. Especially like this a scary movie, like a thriller. Yeah, yeah. right. Ooh. State Farm. I so. <laughs> My wife and I lived basically lived in State Farm when we first moved to Larned, and um, yeah, I, I learned so much about this this building. It's got so many different creeks and 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 uh, whatnot. So I, that's I probably <laughs> yeah. don't need need to go into that. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, Megan, from an outside view, what are your initial reservations in regard to downtown Larned? I don't want to talk bad about anything. It's not bad though. It's just, no, it's not bad. Right? Yeah. Yep. So I, I think, so, okay. Let me, let me preface this with the statement. I think something that makes rural Kansas in general, super unique from anywhere else. Um, and I suppose you could even broaden that to say rural America, cause there's different rural pieces, you know, Oklahoma, Iowa, wherever, but is that we don't wait on Topeka or Washington DC to send us help. If there's something that's going on, whether it's, you know, we've had a tornado, a flood, um, inflation is crazy right now, you know, we just pull our bootstraps up. Yeah. I don't wear boots, but we're pulling the bootstraps <laughs> up. We roll up our sleeves and we come to the aid of our neighbor. Like we do that very well here. Where I think that that can get in the way on the flip side of that, and this isn't just learned. This, again, rural Kansas, because there's other small towns that I have not only witnessed, but then I hear that because as the chamber, we, you know, we get, we get told a lot of things is that we're so focused on taking care of our neighbor and ourself that we forget that there are some outlying agencies, organizations, people that have resources and do want to partner and help. And I think with the shrinking of population it just in Kansas as, and as a whole, that our future is going to be dependent on us being more regionally focused and still taking care of the neighbor, still making sure that we work together to help our, to encourage our shoppers to shop local. But then we're going to have to partner with our, um, I think so for, for you guys specifically, um, Golden Belt Community Foundation. They cover four counties. One of those is Pawnee County. Um, you know, so the nonprofits that are here taking full benefit of the funds that that community foundation has. They've got, you can look on their website, you know, 20 some million dollars. I think it's over $30 million of endowed funds that, and then they have various grant cycles all year long, you know, so that's, that's money that yeah. applied that can come back into your community to help with whatever programs or social issues that, you know, need work with um, United Way Services, Pawnee County. Um, 
there is um, RSVP and Great Ben, which is Retired Senior Volunteer Corps. Um, and they provide um, Meals on Wheels and medical rides. I mean, there's definitely people here in town that need a ride to a doctor in Hutch, you know. And so there's funding for that to help with, with gas cards. And so that would be just the one is just being, you know, it, it's okay to have help from, you know, those those resources because again those are still dollars coming into your community helping your people and just they're new to the area but let's embrace and um do that for the whole so right yeah that that kind of touch on our i think that touches on our our next segment um spitballers all about the future one of my biggest questions when preparing for this podcast was how can Larned better utilize a relationship between Great Bend and, sure. and surrounding communities. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I've listened to. Well, that's kind of what I said too. Basically, now that I think about it, yeah. Well, right, right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, um, <clears throat> I think that's a big push with with decreasing population in in the area as a whole. Yeah. We've really got to utilize other communities a lot right. more than than what it was originally designed to. Because mm-hmm. going back to history and and Seth McFarland and the historical episode. These communities were designed to be self-reliant. Yeah. Uh, you do everything as community and you don't go anywhere. Right. Now it has to evolve to um, things are things are shifting mm-hmm. um, and we have to shift with that and start leveraging regional uh, assets. Resources, right. It, it is – I see it as my duty, but it's not just my duty. It's everyone's duty to – when our kids – I just mentioned, you know, I've got one at Manhattan and one that's – now leaving for Virginia breaks my heart, but you know what there. So this whole push with like keeping our kids here, I don't want to keep them here. I want to give them a place to come back to. They need to go and experience and see things. Cause you know what? They're going to see new things and they're going to experience new things. And then when, when they come home, cause my kids are coming back, I know they will, <laughs> but they're going to bring those experiences and those, that knowledge with them. And then that's going to pour right back into their community. And, so our job while we're here is to give them a place to come that they want to come back to. Right. I mean, we can't just sit and think it's going to get better by itself. And I think that's where you're talking about a partnership, not just with Great Ben, but one of the things that I do as the chamber is I work really hard to stay on what I hope is the front of mind, so to speak, with our our Kansas Chamber of Commerce, um, our state representatives, the Kansas Department of Commerce, because whenever they do have a resource that would benefit our area, they're going to, you know what, Great Bend, they've been barking at my door and I've, they've got an email from Megan every, every other week, you know, let's call them and pilot a program with them or something, you know, because so department of commerce, they, I mean, they are working on different, um, from a tourism perspective of how to attract people to great bend or not to great bend to Kansas. Sorry. And then, so how can we, as these small towns out here in central Kansas benefit and be, those communities. And so I will specifically go seek out some of that information that they're using, and then I'm going to use it. I'm going to scale it down or whatnot. So, um, you know, I work really well with Alex. You guys have a great chamber director over here who's just, just all fire and gung ho and, and you need that, that energy. And so 
I think her and I are long overdue just to go have lunch and a spitball and share information. And the biggest thing that I would say is even, even just meeting you guys, right? Like right here is when you surround yourself with people that want to generate ideas and get creative, you, you take that back into your community all the time. And it's hard for us to get out of our um, tunnel vision yeah. of what's in front of us and just take the time to go do the podcast, go have the coffee and let's just, you know, go to that conference so that we can share ideas and learn and bring those back home and just, just surrounding yourself by those people. Yeah, that's good. Jared, what do you got? Yeah. Well, what's, uh, what's one of the best ways to get involved as a community member? You should call your local chamber. (laughs) (laughs) But really, um, no, I, and I guarantee you here, if you were, if somebody called Alex, because the chambers, we're hubs, we're just hubs of everything. We are natural connectors and I might not have all of the resources myself that I'm doing, but I can usually 99% of the time tell you who to go to, to to connect to it. You know, what nonprofits are needing help, what boards need um, people serving on them. Um, or I'm going to plant you on one of one or four of my own committees, yeah. you know? <laughs> right. So, um, and then I would say as um, the other thing I think that we as, just residents and community members can do is we all have um, like, it's, it's no secret central Kansas rural America has a drug problem, right? With that comes crime. We don't need to share it all over Facebook because when somebody is lit thinking about coming to your community, they're going to Google great Bend, Kansas. They're going to Google Larned, Kansas. If the first thing they see is a bunch of people sharing the latest drug bust, yeah. you know, well, what are you, what are you, promoting. I think that'd be a good self-reflection on, on a lot of people's behalf. Yeah. So what, what am I, what am I promoting? And therefore, what do I value? You right. Know? Absolutely. <laughs> yep. So. Be, like, so, like it's, this sounds probably super cheesy, but like embody the community that you want to represent to others, you know? Right. And, and we've gone so far as starting to work with our frontline people, you know, whether it's the restaurants, retail or whatever, because if gas stations, if somebody comes in off the street and they say, what is, or they're staying at a hotel, what is there to do in Great Bend? (sighs) Nothing. Well, what is that? You know, like, come on, let's, so let's give them some tools to help make their job easier. Even if at the end of the day, they still don't think there's nothing. Yeah. Um, If if only we could, if only we could, at some of these uh, customer point-to-point interactions, if you guys could hire everybody from Larned and they ask, they ask, <laughs> yeah. what do you, what is there to do in Great Bend? There'd be a little bit different uh, right? answer. And uh-huh. likewise, you know, if we yeah. had everybody from Garfield, mm-hmm. you know, if we mm-hmm. if we had that perspective, that is so true, right? That perspective, there is a we do have a lot to do. It's yeah. just we don't like getting out of our comfort boxes on no. off of our couch. Well, not only comfort out. boxes, but I think as a society, we focus so much on the negative yep. around us. And and one of you said it just a minute ago, what are you promoting? And just even Megan, as you said, of how's a good place to, 
plug mm -hmm. into your community. Well, you contact your chamber and join a committee. And I think yeah. sometimes it has such a negative viewpoint, but just hanging around with Landon right. and talking about all the committees he's on, it's not like, uh, yeah, this committee, I got to meet at this committee meeting tonight. And yeah. I'm really, no, he's always joyful and smiling. He's like, and he's always excited yeah. about what they're going to talk about. And I'm like, yep. man, that sounds fun. Yeah. I, you know, right? it's all, and I think that is so important of, how we promote things. And I'm sure that there are negative things about being on that, just like anything. But right. but instead of taking a microscope and focusing on one or two negative yep. things and blowing them way out of proportion, mm -hmm. what positive things as a community can we promote right. and talk yeah. about? Yeah, we're going to have negatives forever. You're not, I mean, there's always going to be something. But yeah, find the things that you are, are within your control. I've been on a couple boring committees, but I'm usually of the mindset of like, okay, how is my time best used on this committee? Yeah. And then I'm just going to voice it and say, you know what? I am, so I, we have a Habitat for Humanity committee. Not good with paintbrushes or really just manual labor in general, but you know what? I can blow up some social media and I write. So let me do the press releases yeah. and, <laughs> that's awesome. you know, find your skill set. Yeah. Skill set and what you're passionate about. Yes. Because yeah. you're going, that's going to drive you while you're there. Last question. You've made yeah. it this far. Ah, oh, so fun. <laughs> can we keep going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we'll, uh, we'll have to have you back for sure. I, I, can I ask you another question? Uh, what? This is going to be a first. Okay. Yeah. So what, cause I'm looking across the street mm -hmm. as we're sitting here recording this, your, I, I've mentioned a lot with our downtown and our courthouse square. Mm -hmm. So what goes on at your courthouse square? What goes on in our courthouse square? Um, well, I did notice that they just put out a new park bench, like a picnic bench. So Beautiful. Uh, that is, that is a step, um, towards progression, but mm -hmm. no, um, I know that it gets used, um, in regards to a lot of our downtown events. Um, and I've seen sporting stuff like yeah. pep rallies, I think. Right. Yeah. Pep rallies. So it's really good about supporting the Indians. I've always loved that. Yeah, absolutely. So they, they end their homecoming parade at yep. the courthouse steps and the bands up there and, and okay. talk about, yeah. talk about a movie picture. That's, it's pretty cool. But, um, also I know there's ice cream socials down there. Perfect. Um, but cause, cause that's where I was thinking one of your questions about the most underutilized asset. And mm -hmm. I, cause I couldn't think of much outside of what you just said. And I was like, it's your courthouse square. Yeah. Cause that creates community and it yeah, draws good. people down and it's your, that's basically your gateway to this downtown. Yeah. And we've got, that's one of the few, one of the only places that actually has grass, you know, yeah, like, right. a, that's like what I'm a, saying. That's like, it's a gathering place. Right. Um, Google placemaking, placemaking, placemaking. It's a thing. And it's like help. It like generates ideas on how to, you're making place yeah, for right. a community to come for things to happen. Well, and then I think ironically you asking your question to me and to, well, it was it directed at Jared too because I just took the reins. I don't on know. That. No, take I just the, really, take I, the reins Jared, away. Really Jared, to... do you have do you have anything that I missed? I apologize. <laughs> no, no, that was good. Yeah. I just was thinking about that. They do some, you know, a couple times a year. They have a movie on the lawn, and yeah, that's okay, good. good. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. you know, and yeah. and now to the point where they're like, "Hey, movie on the lawn," and you know exactly where it's you know at. Where, you don't yeah, have to. Yeah. You don't have to think. Oh, where's that at? What? Where's the? Where's the? Yeah. Lawn? Oh, it's at the yeah. courthouse. You know, right? Yeah. So, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. yeah, but I I do agree with you that to, I think you said it really well. The gateway mm -hmm. to the downtown, yeah. and I never thought of it. 
uh-huh. quite like that. So mm-hmm. I, I have to. That's good. Yeah, it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh, that question as your answer to my question. So my question was going to be, what have you found to be the easiest and most most impactful change that you have made to your downtown? In other words, where's a good place to start? So um, I I think that that is a great place to start of just leveraging the green space of downtown and um, having that as a, as a draw to uh, pulling not only outsiders but community members. To, yeah. to our downtown. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us, Megan. Yeah, thank yeah. you guys. Fun. This yeah. has been so fun. Yeah, absolutely. Megan, where can people get a hold of you? You can get a hold of me at the Great Bend Chamber of Commerce. Our website is greatbend.org. Um, our phone number is 620-792-2401. And you can email me directly at mbarfield. And that's B, like it's like a bar in a field. Basically, no, that's what no, my husband go. tells people. It's like a bar in a field. M Barfield at greatbend.org. But yeah, I'm always willing. I love brainstorming and just, you know, creating ideas and seeing where they go. So happy to help. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on down to downtown Larned. Jared, take us out. All right. Yeah. Hey, thanks again for joining us for another episode of the Downtown Larned Podcast. Until next time, see ya. We want to thank you for joining us on today's episode of the Downtown Learner Podcast. We hope that this episode has both blessed and encouraged you. If you haven't yet, go like our Facebook page and leave a comment with your biggest thoughts and takeaways from this week's episode. Have a great rest of your week. God bless.